This week on Erotic Awakening, post Beyond the Love Processing. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcastnetwork.com. You can now purchase books by Dan and Don, as well as Kinkstarter cards online. Head over to eroticawakening.com and click on the link to buy Dan and Dawn. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Right now. Right now. Hi, Dawn. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hi, Hi Karen. Karen. Hello. Tonight in the studio, Karen is joining us as we are going to go over the post Beyond the Love processing thingamajigger. Um, Which just ended yesterday, <laughs> so we're only slightly over 24 hours of the weekend being done. It's actually a little hard to believe, but if we put this off, it's going to get buried under everything else <laughs> we're doing, and we actually won't get a chance to process it. So we figured we would uh, bend your ear as we talk about what happened over the weekend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one that was going to be talking this time. Well, the funny thing is we ended the event. One of the very last things that we did was we talked about um, con drop, mm-hmm. event right. drop. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't know that uh, I don't know that I'm feeling event drop as much as I'm just feeling wiped out. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm not. I don't feel droppy. I just feel exhausted. Uh-uh. I've been energized all day. I'm still riding high. I hit, um, I walked through lunch when I thought I was going to have to nap. I'm not sore at all, even from all the moving. I stayed up till 3 a.m. each night just chatting with people. I mean, I, I really got energized. Now, I crashed a little bit right before I left work. I was typing and nodding off. But I made the drive to the space okay where we had a, a space meeting. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm energized again. So I could... You may be going to bed. I might be cleaning the house. <laughs> you okay. I'm all right with that. I was pretty much just feeling low-key most of the day. I felt yeah. sleepy on and off, but I'm, I'm a really shitty napper, so I never really got to nap. But um, then had a, a wonderful massage from Joy tonight. Thank you, Joy. And that, I think, has put me over into oh. complete exhaustion land because it just like released all the rest yeah. of the <laughs> see I had a um, I had a work issue that took me off the phone and had me working in a sequel and it was a lot of uh, coding so and then so I put so since I was off the phone I put Peter Gabriel on put on my headphones and did coding for a couple of hours and I think that's part of what kept me awake oh my god I would have so fallen asleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> good. It was YouTube. So I had YouTube on one screen, had SQL on the other. I was good to go. So we just wrapped up. For those people that don't know um, where you've been, Beyond the Love is the three-day polyamory summit that the three of us run here in Columbus, Ohio. It's in its third year. It's been growing by... 28% each year, and I randomly made that number up because I've never actually measured how much, but it continues to grow. Right. Well, we sold out a month ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we ever really got out of early bird Mm-mm. prices. We had 40 people on the waiting list, but no place to put them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's growing. It's, yeah. It was, it was kind of neat as we were doing the uh, walkthrough of the hotel when we were done, and I thought all the attendees were pretty much gone. This lady appeared in the doorway as we were doing things and she was there the first year and she said as to us she said um something better maybe dan you said i don't know one of you said remember in the first year when 
I said, this is going to grow faster than you think. And we were like, yeah, a month before we had like 40 people registered. And it only took two more years to get to the point where she was absolutely right. So, mm-hmm. yep. so well, we've capped out each year, but we've totally, uh, if we plan on not having a wait list, we've totally outgrown the space. But mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I don't really want it to have, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like having a wait list. It makes I don't me like, feel bad. It, I, I agree. And we actually had people, uh, this is a first as well. We had people that showed up to the event that were on the wait list just hoping that they could get a ticket. They were just there to, just in case they could get a ticket. Right. We had to turn them away. We had people showing up at the hotel for the after parties, <laughs> just to be there for the party, the after parties. Right, So because they could chill outside of the curtain and, you know, talk to people as they, they left the event so and spend time with them. But, yeah, there just was no right. room inside the event. And, right. you know, we could cram people in there, but I kind of like it being intimate but not overwhelming well as it is we had class classes that people couldn't get into because they were so full and then we lose the effectiveness of the whole event if we get to the point that people can't see and do what they want to see and do so right as much as i hate turning people away you know we have to think about those who who are there and the experience that they have so what about from a perspective of just as as the event producers we had a little bit of hassle stuff to deal with and you do you know some people don't for whatever reason, we had a, uh, inter- this year we introduced wristbands, and we had people that didn't like wearing wristbands. We had one person who was um, particularly grumpy about having to wear a wristband. Little things like that. We had a couple other things as well that uh, we, if we yeah. allow more people in, that's going to be more hassle. You guys ready for that? Yeah, yeah but maybe. So I don't know. It, it just depends what steps we want to do. Do we want to keep it small and intimate and enforce the wristbands because we only have so many, so much room for people? Do we want to grow bigger? Do we want to look at other hotels that may be bigger? Do we want to try to sell out this hotel? I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of things to think about, but a lot of people are saying, make it bigger, make it bigger. There was a rumor that we were going to already planning on buying out the hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, Chris heard that rumor and he started to plan out where we could put vendors <laughs> oh, in the new but he's got a great idea yeah you know where the staff room is uh-huh. that whole aisle of um oh. of rooms right there that have the sliding glass doors right yeah. there on the first floor to have the vendors in the rooms Ooh. and they can put their wares outside the that is the a great doors. idea i like that i know so now it's like ooh. well and i love <laughs> and i still like the idea of like polycules being able to do banners and hang them over their balconies because right. the way the hotel is with the balcony set up in there that'd be pretty cool it would it have would a banner decorating but contest. that's yeah the, the sticking point is selling a hundred more hotel rooms so but the hotel says they've got some ideas We've got um, Barrick, who's helped us with hotels before, stating he's got ideas, so maybe that's the way to go. And we've had two different people, because I like small and intimate. I don't want to lose that small and intimate feel. I've been to bigger events. It's not all it's cracked up to be when you're an introvert, but two different people have come up with ideas about how you can still make a larger event intimate for Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. So I would be be willing to talk about that as well. Mm -hmm. Fill the dreams. Yeah. Maybe it's if we build it, they will come. Oh, they will. It's still I mean, been people, true. Yeah. People are loving, you know, what it is mm-hmm. that's being done. It's a poly event without a kink track. Mm-hmm. We have dances. We have the poly mixer. We have, all, you know, all that kinds of stuff. And, you know, we've had a couple of people say that they, they like that they can bring their vanilla 
husband, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, who's not interested in the kink side. And so it's great or that partner, it's just a... Any partner that's vanilla right, doesn't right. accept <laughs> Right. And well, we asked several people, yeah, and we asked several people if they thought it was missing a kink track and all of that. And I think pretty overwhelmingly, at least to the ones we talked to, they were like, no. Well, I think it's because there's so many kink events out mm-hmm. there that, you know, you can go to a kink event mm-hmm. every weekend. You can live right. in Columbus and drive to a kink event mm-hmm. almost every weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I really enjoyed about the event uh, this year from our perspective and again, if you're new to the podcast, this is not our normal format. This is not the. This is not even an erotic awakening podcast. This is a blog where we're just. <laughs> this is a blog. We're just chit chatting. <laughs> uh, but the idea that we have this year, we had a lot of presenters that are not presenters that are attendees, mm-hmm. that are so enthused. They're mm-hmm. they're great presenters, but their primary thing is that they in previous years they've been presenter attendees, right? And they've been so enthusiastic mm-hmm. about the event. They're like, I would like to share my bit too. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. and fortunate that those people. Uh, Matthew Sweet, for example, oh my goodness, is, mm-hmm. was a fantastic presenter, very well prepared. Awesome, but awesome. but we didn't see him as a presenter. He saw him as an attendee at first. He said, mm-hmm. "Well, shit, man, let me put my glove in there." Mm-hmm. Uh, which was it? Kelly and Andrea originally were pres- um, attendees, and they both presented last year, and then just Kelly presented this year. Mm-hmm. But they were attendees that wanted to be more involved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have a few like that. Heck, we had one of our staff members convert oh, that's, to a yes, presenter. That's right. <laughs> we had one staff member quit so that they could present, and we had another staff member who kept that's right as a Stayed presenter a staff as a staff and presented as well. Right, right. So and then we had the veteran master so and so. So you know he's been there all three years, and people love his solo mm-hmm. poly track and the Kama Sutra, and he just offers something different that mm-hmm. not too many other poly presenters offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really neat to, uh, for myself, I, I, one of the reasons, so it, our deal is, uh, I get the day shift, um, so I get to go to bed early, and I get up at 6 a.m., uh, which is unnecessary, but that's what time I wake up, but I'm down there at 7 a.m., making sure everything's ready, um, that there's got to be coffee and pastries out for when attendees start showing up. Um, I get into the, some great conversations with people, and I actually got into some. Again, I did not get to go to any classes this year, but I got into some great conversations of people sitting around. And it's neat that some of the conversations are fun and funny, and some of them are really deep, mm-hmm. intellectual type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a conversation about diversity going mm-hmm. on for a while. I walked by a table, and one of our staff people, uh, whose name I won't say because he doesn't like his name. Or <laughs> smartphones. Um, was you know I heard I walked by and he said, "Well, you know I'm not particularly sapiosexual, but I blah 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 blah." I'm like, man, there's some deep fucking conversations going on here. I wanted to join that conversation so bad, but there was already eight people around the table, and they would have to have shifted, and you know, so it's like, okay, I'm just going to walk away because otherwise, I'm going to be raising my hand going. Pick me, pick me. I got something to say. So, and we may yeah. have even uh, convinced the person we were having the really good conversation with about diversity to come back and do a workshop for us next year yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and then I'm the one that got the late shift. So I was up till um, I usually hang out till one o'clock to make sure security comes and locks things up, and you know the silent auction stuff is put away, and you know just clean up dishes and things like that. And each night I got wrapped up in a conversation that they were just so deep. I think that's part of the reason I'm buzzing so much is I I bet I can count six long deep 
conversations with people I don't usually get a chance to just sit and talk to. I mean, two of them were local that I get a chance to be around, but I don't get a chance to just sit and talk with no one else around. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was that was really pretty amazing. That fed me. I bridged the gap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the early shift or the really really late shift. I can't sleep during the day. <laughs> So, well, it all layers, so mm-hmm. it works out works out really well. So. Uh, one of the things that's p- positive for me in doing this this processing, this sitting around processing, is it helps to get over the fact that uh, we managed to avoid making money again. Um, which, you know, that's okay. I, we're not losing money. We've never lost money, so that's fantastic. I think the first year we bought a coffee maker with the proceeds, and we were happy about that. I think the second year for PXS or BTL, it was the uh, scanner. Yeah. So, you know, it's just little things that add to the, add to the, what we do. But it's neat to see, this processing is, is a good reminder for me that uh, it's not about us, it's not a, something we do to make a profit off of. It's something that we do because we enjoy doing it and giving back and, and being able to, to, not only the benefit, direct benefit to ourselves, but also other people. Uh, all weekend long you have people come up to you and saying, and I, the best one, the one, the one, or maybe not the best one, but the one that made me most close to being teary was uh, Pop saying how it's the place that he feels that he can be 100% authentically himself. Mm-hmm. He figured out how to twerk <laughs> to jazz, a live jazz band, in a shorty dress. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing to watch. <laughs> so, but yeah, you're right. And yeah, that was the, the same one that stood out to me. Yeah, but the, the people that are like, um, this has changed my life, you know, I'm learning how to communicate, I'm meeting people, I'm, you know, and, and it's just, it's neat to, to listen to people, you know, just come up and shake your hand or give you a hug because they've learned something in a class that made things click or... You know, they just feel like they've made the right choices in their life, and this is where they're supposed to be on a journey. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's all very, I, I came close to crying a couple of times over the weekend because it's so heartfelt, and, and we get to provide that. Yeah. And so. the thing that's amazing to me is it's all ages. So you've got the, right. the young college Ish age. Though they did say they looked older than they did. But they were college when they started coming to Beyond the Love. (laughs) And all the way up to, you know, 50s and 60s and probably some 70s. We had a 70s, yes. We had one that said he's been doing this for 50 years. Yeah. So, yeah. And they all just. I don't know. It just blends and it works. and It does. They, I mean, heck, John's one of our staff members because he was so energized by it the first year and wanted to know what more he could do. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, and he's yeah. pretty young. So it's just, you know, we had one of our vendors who's not Polly and went to some classes mm-hmm. and said how much she learned. And she's going into the healthcare field and right. what <laughs> she learned will be so helpful and beneficial for her. Yeah. So allow me to uh, express this bit of annoyance. That this is the uh, pure romance vendor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. If you're going to say annoyance, I hope she's not listening. Well, <laughs> I thought that she was a vendor who was not Polly, but very friendly because every time I made eye contact with her, she had the most beautiful smile, mm-hmm. very welcoming, and I talked to her. So now I understand she's going to classes and stuff, and mm-hmm. that maybe she is Polly. 
And maybe um, all this time she was flirting oh, I see. with me. Oh, that's why I you're right. Know. She was okay. very pleasant. I think that's part of her personality. <laughs> oh, and well. She wanted you to buy stuff. Don't make it pop. You burst your bubble. But she told me the first night. I was I was um, a little concerned because no one was stopping by her booth. You know, mm-hmm. the first night. Everybody was getting registered and things like that. Uh, and... Um, so no one stopped by there. So I went in there and talked to her more than once. And she said, you know, that she was going to take some of the classes that she thought the classes, what she read in the description, would benefit anybody, whether they're poly or monogamous or hadn't decided yet or whatever, that they were good relationship skills that were being taught. And I'm glad she did get to go to some of the mm-hmm. workshops. So. And there's somebody else. I, I don't remember the situation where she... The one partner was poly, the other partner was monogamous, and uh, they said, this is a great space for me to be in, because I get to be with my partner, but nobody gives a shit that I'm monogamous either, and the classes right. are still valuable. Um, is it one of our, is it our uh, super flown in from somewhere else volunteer? No, no. There's somebody else, that one of our volunteers, that says they, mm-hmm. they're clearly monogamous, but they're having a fantastic time because the class Good. is about relationships. And right. Mm-hmm. They are still valuable to them. Right. So that's good. I, I like to hear that. I like, so. I like the number of, of relationships that started in previous BTLs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. were still mm-hmm. th- kicking around. Still. And even the ones that are not kicking around are still valuable, sort of. But mm-hmm. it's nice to see that uh, we had somebody come. Uh, that last year they met, this year they presented together. Ooh, we should maybe we should start when we go bigger offering uh, marriage ceremonies. <laughs> Commitment no. ceremonies. Well, I actually offered that the first year. Remember, I had a hospitality suite that, did you? Um, I yeah, I did because I've still got the flyers in in one of the tubs. So, um, you know, actually, that's a that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, the commitment ceremonies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There's a, a few of us in this community that have experience with that. Mm-hmm. So, I would, I'm throwing my hat in. I would love to do that. Because so, he ain't got nothing else to do. Right, but I would <laughs> pause for a second to do to do a ceremony. So mm-hmm. that would just be amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Mm-hmm. People love the flirt board again. Mm-hmm. They love the little flirty dots. You know, people were just, they're just having a good time. The love bucks, people seem to have a good time mm-hmm. with the love bucks again. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And uh don't know if we can mention his name or not either, but the one that bought the most presenters. Oh, yeah. He has to be out because he's on the board for probably Columbus. It's okay. All right. So, cool. So, Carlos decided he wanted the VIP ticket, I guess, right. that was going to be in the envelope of one of the presenters. So, with his love bucks, he bought 80%. Oh, oh, it had to have been, yeah. Yeah. It was funny because so, for a while he was the only one who had bought them. Right. Well, that's because Dan was like, okay, $5, I got $5, $20, I got $20, one, two, three, got done. And people are like, he's I like, don't know how much he's money I'm I have. collecting all of them. Right. So he's collecting all these presenters. And um, so what he did, I think he had like eight of them. And what he did afterwards, I was wondering what he was going to do with that many presenters because he gets 15 minutes with each of them, right? And... Um, so he sat them all in a circle, and they played a game. So, and I forget what it's called. Never, never have did, I ever. I never yeah, have yeah. I ever, or something like that. What a great way that, to get to know neat. people. That was really Because they neat. all got to ask questions and uh-huh. learn about each other that way. So that was kind of neat. And they had a great time. Cool. So there's a lot of laughing coming from that circle. That and game can get pretty naughty, too. Yeah. yeah I bet. You, I you bet. would probably be good at it, though. So... Do you know how one of them, do you know how the last one won? It was, the question was, never have I ever slept with, and then he listed his wife. 
So something like that. Oh, and wow. no one else had slept with her in the circle. So that's... <laughs> So, they need a bigger circle. Right, right. So so that was really neat. But, um, you know, the other thing that I really like about this event is that pretty much almost 100% was our polypod there. So mm-hmm. yeah. we had, um, so there's me, you, and Karen. And then there was um, Bat and her partner mm-hmm. and um, uh, someone else that Dan's hooked up with. And her, I don't know what label to use. Sorry. So not only what label or I, I, I have a comment about that as well. Though keep going. Yeah. Okay. We'll so, call her Kate. Oh well, no! Gosh, don't we call you Kate? We used to call you Kate. I think we call you Kate. Probably Kate. <laughs> yeah. First initials. Oh. So and then um, so and then her husband was there. Now was his other partner there? One yep. of his other partners was there. Yeah. And one of his others. Oh, but, but his other the partner. Other the other partner was not there. She had to work, I believe. Oh, not at all. Maybe Friday night. I don't no. think oh, so. she was there Friday. Was night. she there Friday night? Okay, so and the, oh, oh my goodness! So with that <laughs> one, so with with that connection that you have, her husband was there. Both of his other partners was there. One of those partners' husband was there, and then oh my goodness! And then his other partner was there because of the burlesque show, and then mm-hmm. so it just goes on and on. So and then of course there was Bat and her other partner. And then Karen, you had um, Pittsburgh Chris mm-hmm. and his other partner and her, her boyfriend. boyfriend. And then I had Big oh, D. And, well, and oh, and, and another and connection another that you connection. have. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then um, I had Big D and his wife. So the connection that's missing there was her boyfriend. Yes. And his boyfriend. So, um, so, but for the most part, holy cow. And then we had pictures taken together. Half of us are on staff <laughs> together. I mean, um, Big D's wife is selling cake pops and being the, uh, the, um, the, what is she, the fairy? She's the cake pop fairy. Yes. Cupid. Mm-hmm. So she's Cupid and delivering cake pops mm-hmm. to all of us. And, you know, it was just really, really neat how everybody gets along and, and mm-hmm. we're just all there together and kind of. I can go hug you and kiss you, Dan, and then I can go over to Big D and kiss and mm-hmm. hug him, and then go and talk to his wife. And you and actually spend had time with um, on your uh, Karen on Karen's name badge. We have these little I love things, and Karen mm-hmm. had I love my sweeties, mm-hmm. and you had I love Dan, mm-hmm. I love Big D. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's it's very uh, clear, you know, that we're uh, growing in our own. Um, Poly, ex- and you know it's fi- it's easy to accept polyamory philosophically. Right, we're all one hundred percent there that it's mm-hmm. fine, but when you see your partner kissing one of their part, or your partner has I love this other guy's name, right, that they're carrying around. I ended up weekend. asking you to make sure you were okay with it. You seemed fine, but it felt like one of those things that was. That was uh, not pushing in a bad way, but just something I hadn't done before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it, that's all it was. Yeah. There was another, um, the person who we were calling Kay, I mm-hmm. interacted a lot with at the events, more so than last year, right? And that was just checking in. That was just a, mm-hmm. you know, um, not good, bad, just, oh, I noticed. It's, so the point to me is that we can also use this event regardless of the fact that it's an event that we're producing. It's also our own little measuring stick, so to speak, mm-hmm. or, or a reflection of growth that we're moving along. Right. And, you know, so, and the um, the portraits that we had done, the glamour shots that we had done, this is the first year that I asked you 
to do it with, you know, you and Big D to do it with me. Oh, that's right. Last year I'd forgotten to do that. It was me, you, and Karen, and it was you and Karen, and then me and you, and then Karen and her sweeties, and then I just, and me and Big D and his wife, (laughs) but I did not get one of me, Dan, and Big D. And by the way... I someone who listens to the podcast said, "Oh, I understand. Big D is here." And I said, "Yes." And we were sitting on the next to the dance floor, and Big D walked by, and I said, "Oh, there he is." And the podcast listeners like, "Oh, I thought he would be taller." <laughs> so I just thought that was cute. So. Oh, she thought Big D. Yeah. Was. Okay. Yeah. Right. So. Um, but, because uh, you've described on the podcast how big he is. She thought you meant tall. Right. <laughs> I see. Right. I see. I see. So, but, um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool. So I can't wait to see the pictures because you actually took a fun one of uh, you attacking, like, <laughs> lunging at me and yes. Big D. Yes. So. And I, I did the opposite. Last year I was really good about getting pictures with everyone, and this year I just did the I forgot three to of get one of me and Dan. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. either. So I think Sorry, we did a photo Dan. booth selfie. Yeah, yep. So we didn't even do that. Nope. No, but we do have a really good picture of all three of us standing behind the books. Yeah. Yeah. That somebody took. Oh, and then the kid, speaking of which, it was nice. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said Barrick probably got a few good ones, too. Um, You know what? Every time I open my mouth, Barrick was taking a picture of it. Shoving food in. (laughs) Yes. Or chewing or talking. uh, uh, A kitty, Shambles from um, Love Without Boundaries was there. Mm -hmm. And she's very gracious. Mm -hmm. Dying to present next year. And Alan back again, our our two media past people who are always just very... Very, um, yeah, very gracious. Very gracious and very happy to be there and very much part of the event with us, mm-hmm. which is great. Actually, mm-hmm. funny thing is, last year we gave Alan of Polly and the Media a uh, a uh, press pass and mm-hmm. just had him come out. This year he didn't even wait; he just bought a VIP oh, yeah. ticket. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, which, I, yeah, I was going to say the VIP dinner. Oh my goodness. That was so pretty neat this that year. That was pretty neat because mm-hmm. we expanded into two rooms. So mm-hmm. instead of like 30-some people, we had like 57 or yeah, something. Nice. And that was, it was still nice. So. I have to do a better job next year, though, spending a little more time with, with at least Pittsburgh Chris. Because they <laughs> came a long ways and I don't feel like I got to see them at all. I need to make more of an effort to sit through a class or something. Hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty neat. And, uh, huh. We did. We tried some things that we hadn't tried before with the event and personally. Yeah. So it seemed to go pretty well. Longer classes. We I will say that the, one. from what I've heard initially, <laughs> we expanded the classes from 75 minutes to 90 minutes at the request of some of our presenters. Um, and the feedback that I've heard most most commonly is that people did too not much. like that. Yeah, that is too right. long to sit there. So mm-hmm. presenters like to talk. People don't like to sit that long. <laughs> right. So, uh, But I did like... The um, the double classes. Mm-hmm. Some people so that way, mm-hmm. like for example, with the first class that uh, Matthew taught, would have been great if people knew. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they're standing room only. Would have been great to see. Oh, it's coming up on Sunday too. I'll just go back. I'll go to the mm-hmm. Sunday one and instead. Something to think about is maybe we, we want to leave a couple of classes open on Sunday, and whatever fills up like that on mm-hmm. Saturday, let the presenters mm-hmm. know that if it does that, we'd like them to present again on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that would be an idea too. Write, mm-hmm. write that down, please. But, but would you do that as a presenter to say, "Here's what I want you to do. I want you to teach three classes, and I might hit you during the event for something else." Uh huh. The funny as thing is, a, our, our presenters as a, actually as a presenter myself. You want me to present again on Sunday because I overbooked the room and totally <laughs> filled it to max capacity on Saturday? Yeah, I would. <laughs> and, and we have had, That's actually, we just had Master So-and-So did that this year. He said, oh, you've got an open spot? Good, I'm going to teach up an extra. Mm-hmm. But in this study through his 
the girl that he brought with him threw her under the bus and made her teach it. Yep. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just... Just an amazing time with people. That was mm-hmm. that was pretty awesome. Got to dress up for Saturday night for the mm-hmm. Roaring Twenties. I loved the live band. Yeah, that was not awesome. everybody dug it, and we we we'll, we'll tweak it. And um, I was thinking about that. We could, that could be Friday night entertainment. Is that we just have a live band and still have a DJ for the dance on and do just dance music on the Saturday night dance. True, true. But I really liked having the live band during the dance. And even if you couldn't dance to it, I was enjoying bebopping there's just sitting there listening. To it. And, there's, yeah. and there's people dancing to the live band that would not have danced to the right. techno yeah, tip-hop that the kids right. brought. So we need to balance that out. I mean, and right. you can flow it. I mean, you can, we could even... Uh, that's when us, we feel the age difference in our attendees yes. is at the yes. dance. But that's, that's the only place I feel it say, is at the dance. But if you do it on purpose, <laughs> because some of us older people like to go to bed earlier, so maybe we get the live band right, until 10.30, and, yeah. and then on purpose, we mm-hmm. pick one of the younger ones that has the good music like pop or mm-hmm. you know one of the others, and you let them pick the music for mm-hmm. after 10.30. Mm-hmm. So, and if you do it on purpose, I, I think that would really mm-hmm. work for them. Because they're, they're, when I turned it off at 1, they're like, hey, 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 what you doing? I'm like, it's 1 o'clock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were not done. So, but uh, it was good. The, I guess if we had the whole hotel. Hotel, it could go it. I have no clue, because mm-hmm. the ballroom is an enclosed sector. Right. I don't know why you can't just keep that going. Because when the door oh. opens, it's loud. Not to mention, wait, that means one of us has to stay up. Right. Oh, wait, that's Tom's job. That's okay, my job. Okay, 3 o'clock, <laughs> so, but I it would could keep definitely it, go later. I would keep it open that late as long as um, our entertainment staff was okay with it. And then we need earplugs okay because our room is right above the ballroom. Right. <laughs> so for those of us going to bed right. earlier. So, but as long as entertainment's okay with that because they're the ones that clean up after mm-hmm. the dance to prep mm-hmm. things for the classrooms the next morning. Mm-hmm. So, But, man, the hotel did an amazing job again. We got to... Um, the hotel did a good job. Huh? The hotel did a good job. Yep. Yeah. The hotel likes us. Yeah, we, we they like us. We like them, so we did. I love the fact uh, that the previous, the people that were at the hotel prior to us. Mm-hmm. The weekend before? Yeah, the weekend before were dicks uh, to the <laughs> hotel staff. Yeah, they were Because that's one thing that we have, we have really focused on is maintaining a good relationship mm-hmm. with the hotel and the hotel staff. They look forward to us coming. Mm-hmm. They'd like us to be there every month, which mm-hmm. no, no, no. <laughs> no, we'll be doing that with the space. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have enough no, time involved that. in that. So, But no, really, right. really good time. I'm probably going to be crashing tomorrow. Um, anybody listening to this that was at BTL, like boy Chris said at closing ceremonies, remember to take care of yourself. So the high that you've been flying on all weekend and using up all your happy chemicals will probably catch up with you about tomorrow if it's going to catch up with you. Yeah. So it'll catch up with me. I'll probably be crying tomorrow night. <laughs> you know, everybody kept asking me if I was having a good time. Yeah? Did they think you looked I like wonder, you were not? I don't know. It could be because we're running around doing stuff mm-hmm. and just concentrating on the next mm-hmm. thing. This year so. is the first well, year. And we had some kerfuffles this weekend that oh, yeah. took yes. our, our attention <laughs> and our energy. That's so true. we may have looked a little distracted here and there. But this is, I would say this is the first year where I was able to say, yeah, you know what, I am having a good time. And it's not that I don't have a good time normally, it's, but it's not why I'm there. I'm not there to have a good time. I'm there to make sure everybody else has a good time. Mm-hmm. So, but this year I felt like I did have a good time. I know I did. So... Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can just remember, I told uh, who would I, who did I talk to Saturday night? Oh, so Saturday night, three o'clock in the morning, they're like, "So, so don't tell anybody what I'm telling you." I'm like, 
I am sorry, but I'm not going to remember what you're telling me, <laughs> so it's okay. I'm here to offer support. If you have a question for me later, remind me what we talked about. Yeah. So, but, yeah. It was, right. it was good fun. Last comments? I wish people would sign their cards on the flirt board. I got a couple of really awesome flirts, and I don't know who to thank or who to contact. <laughs> oh, mine was signed. Yeah, no. I Are we going to be talking next year what, about one of the new relationships that got started? Maybe. Oh. Are we? Oh, really? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Just one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Dan. Bye, Don. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs>